You're tuned into the Self-Love Podcast by Love Madden with Madden Nishete Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us weekly for a dose of good healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. We meet again. We do. How are you? Excellent. How are you? I'm doing good. I can't complain. It's pouring down raining today. It is pouring. <laughs> it's like perfect. Stay in the house. Sleep. Snuggle. Yeah, snuggle. Cuddle. All the things. Yeah. Don't remind me of all of the things I could be doing right now. I know, but here we are. <laughs> no, and in we studio. love being <laughs> And we love being here with you all. Yes, yes. All right. So um, what are you loving this week? I am loving. My- or leaving. I just no, I have, a, lo- I have a love it. Okay. Um, Rise Mushroom Coffee. Hmm. Yeah. It's Instagram. Got me again. <laughs> it sounds like something on Instagram. Rise. Mushroom Coffee. So about three years hmm. ago, I had tried this mushroom like adaptogen blend called Mud Water. And it was cool. Mm. I liked the taste of it. It was like different um, adaptogenic mushrooms. So you get kind of a like um, boost of energy mm. and clarity and focus. They're good for your mood and all that kind of stuff without like the crazy caffeine high. Mm-hmm. It had a little bit of like a cocoa cinnamon flavor. It tasted good. It tasted mm. like a kind of like a chai or something. But the reason I didn't continue with it is because you had to use this little... Um, frother spinner like you couldn't just like blend it into water Mm -hmm. and the spinner was splashing everywhere Mm. it was just too much work with the hot water I couldn't get it down and I just didn't enjoy doing it so I stopped so recently I found out about rise and I've been you can do it like hot or cold and you just mix it in with the spoon Mm -hmm. um so I love it I've been using it for I don't know I want to say a month now like I just got my second bag of it same idea um, but it just gives you like a nice, even refreshing feeling without like the jitters and anxiety. So this is not a commercial, mm. but I enjoy it. Sometimes I do add a shot of espresso. Okay. Um, but even without it, it tastes good. It tastes good. Yeah, I do a little oat milk, froth it, sprinkle a cinnamon. I Sometimes I put a little agave in there and it's a great latte. Yeah, I need to come over and try one because um, I don't be doing all these steps with these coffees. It's not a step. It's a I spoon. Mean, I know. But you oat said milk. you like oat milk. You got to like. A sprinkle you say you of cinnamon. It? You froth it sometimes. No, I don't use the frother. That's what. That's no, the benefit. Oh, okay, got you. I thought you did. Okay. I wasn't all listening. The way there. I just no, I, I was heat listening. up some oat milk okay. and I pour it in. And okay. I sprinkle cinnamon. I just think that's easy. Okay. You and could also you skip a, that. Agave. Which no. is, I mean, that's like making tea. You're, you might add some sweetener or not. You don't have to have the sweetener. I guess it took the shot of espresso took me. It's all good. Girl, good Rise, night. What's your coffee. love it or like it or love it or well, leave it? Well, let me just, so <laughs> let me ask a question because, so I, I'll roll this into my love it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't what I was going to say. So I'm going to say two love it. Mm-hmm. But I was watching this show on Netflix called mm-hmm. What If? And it's mm-hmm. a really good like show. It's suspense. It's like, mm, I don't know. What what do you call these? Thriller mm-hmm. type, whatever. Anyway, in one of the episodes, the uh, one of the guys on the show actually took mushrooms 
Like the hallucinogenic the, kind? Yeah. yeah, that's not what this is. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> However, some of the same benefits, right, you're not going all the way over to the left, whatever, right, or right. T- these are totally wanna... different mushrooms. <laughs> that's not that I'm not used going all the way over. I'm, we're talking about two different well, things. Okay, gr- right. But it's still in the mushroom family. And so I it... mean, so is a portobello, but... <laughs> You you ain't just gonna take the leap like I'm not I'm not like micro dosing I'm, these are these are not those kind of mushrooms at all. I got it. Anyway, let me tell y'all Go that, ahead. that one of the things that the the people said uh, the these the who I can't even say the word hallucinogenic mushrooms mm-hmm. did was provide like this overwhelming like level of clarity mm. so that you are able to go to like this. <sighs> deeper place to like t- get in touch with some of the things that you may not be able mm-hmm. to otherwise. Now I'm not out here telling y'all I'm about to try mushrooms, but when you said the whole clarity piece, it brought up that episode. And from that like crazy mushroom experience, <laughs> this man was a- actually able to like go through a, a, a healing process and then was able to move forward in his life. Now so. I have heard of people micro dosing those kinds of mushrooms yeah. and having good experiences. Yeah. But I, you, you just know, haven't done it. It's just not even, I'm just, <laughs> y'all know how I feel about drugs. I'm just scared. <laughs> I'm just scared. Yeah. Um, so. I was actually hanging out with some friends and they were eating a mushroom micro dose chocolate bar. And um what kind of friends you got? I'm joking. And I I'm was joking just, for anybody. If you're the who friend was there. who was there, I'm and joking. I was just looking like, what is about to happen to them? <laughs> <laughs> I had my eyes open. <laughs> you always need that one friend that's still. They didn't even offer it to me. Oh, they yeah, went. They, they skipped like, right on past. Girl, church you mother know, Maddie is not doing it. <laughs> I was like, let me see what happened to them. <laughs> So yes, I, okay. I'm so the the premise of that was watch What If on Netflix because it's a, a good show. Okay, and then my second love it, which was a little bit no, I, I wanted to frame it in a more positive light. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna say I love you. So oh wow, recently by the time this episode um, airs. Mm-hmm. You always need that, like, one friend who, uh, you know, as much as you probably don't want to hear half or more than half, (laughs) probably 90%, no, I'm joking, of the things that (laughs) this person is saying, (laughs) you need to hear it. So I'm just going to shout out you, Maddie, for being an amazing friend, sister. Again, half the shit I don't want to be hearing, (laughs) but you just. Go there anyway, and then try to pat me on the back. <laughs> I did literally pat you. You on literally. The back. I was like, "Why is this girl patting me?" I felt me? like you. Were, I felt like you were. Like, I was stressing you out. So I, I mean, just need to give you a little were, back rub to say, like, "Hey, if it's too much, <sighs> I can pull back." Shoot. As we about to, <laughs> we're about to move into this next uh, segment in a little bit. I mean, she was in my. Well, yes, but you were digging in. I was to my <laughs> SHIT digging in. <laughs> I was like, huh, I guess with enemy, I mean, with friends, who needs enemies? I'm joking. Wait, but is I this a love it, it or a leave it? Because it's right, it's right on so the borderline. That, didn't I, it's you did say, I'm going to try to couch it I in a positive like, way. I was going to say, this is my love it and leave it, but I can't leave you. Although sometimes I just be like, what in the holy hell? All right. People be listening to this show like, wow, this show is my therapy. It's so great. Y'all are my mm. podcast pastors, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like. Us really like being in it, like a front seat, <laughs> like living our lives out on this show. It's intense. It is intense. But, you know. 
But the people love it. So the people love it. And so do we. Yeah, and we Most love it times. too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Time to set the table. Yes, let's set the table. The word of the week is vulnerability. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's pretty much the word of the show. <laughs> True. <laughs> we be on here telling all our business. I'd be like, Tanil, did you just tell these people this? Tell and then sometimes this. there's stuff that I'd be wanting to tell y'all, but I'd be like, Tanil, come much? on. Yeah, like. You never know who's listening. It's good. And it's important for us to have healthy boundaries, right? Yeah. Like we don't want to share everything. We right. also don't want to be so guarded that we don't share anything. So I feel like we do practice flexible boundaries on the yes, show, which is yes, what yes. we should be doing. And which is a good lesson for us all. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys have been following the show for a while, then you know we are going through a series called A Weekly Word, A through Z. We are almost at the end of the alphabet. We are on the letter V. And our word of the week is vulnerability. I do talk about it on my blog. So if you don't already, head on over to lovemadden.com um, to catch up and read all the weekly words. But here is what I had to say about vulnerability. A vulnerability, by definition, is a weakness. It means exposing ourselves to the possibility of harm or rejection. However, in practice, being vulnerable requires our strength, emotional maturity, and self-awareness. Most of us have learned to associate vulnerability with feelings of shame, read, fear. And many of us were explicitly taught not to allow ourselves to so much as appear vulnerable. This is especially true for men. While it can feel uncomfortable, vulnerability helps us to strengthen key attributes that lay the foundation for our healing. Here are those six attributes. Number one, authenticity. Vulnerability allows us to be our authentic selves. It frees us from wearing the mask hiding our stories and our experiences, and pleasing others over honoring ourselves. Number two, connection. Understanding and sharing our own feelings breaks down our defenses and encourages others to do the same. Showing up authentically leads us to attract and connect with people who accept us for who we truly are. Number three, courage. Vulnerability fights fear and builds confidence. We become increasingly resilient when we embrace who we truly are and what we are truly feeling. And we become increasingly courageous when we rely on God's strength over our own. Four, humility. Acknowledging and accepting our weaknesses gives us the important perspective that we are not the end all be all, but that we serve a God who is greater and higher than all our issues. It reminds us to decrease so that God's presence and power may increase in our lives. Number five, love. Accepting our own vulnerability helps us to build empathy for others. As a result, we become prone to being more understanding, gentle, willing to forgive, and able to give love. And finally, peace. Being vulnerable can help us to work through our emotions, improving our mental stamina, acceptance over denial, and submission over control of our issues both help us to cultivate peace of mind. Love, Madden. Um, All right, let's dig in. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Maddie, mm -hmm. what outside of everything you just shared with us, mm -hmm. what does vulnerability mean to you? So I shared this in the opening of the post. Vulnerability is defined as a weakness, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you have um, a hole in your armor, if you have a wound in your skin or whatever, that's a vulnerability. A you are susceptible, spot. a blind mm -hmm. spot. It's a susceptible. You're susceptible to harm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I define vulnerability as a strength, mm -hmm. 
as a sign of emotional maturity, as a sign of growth and healing and evolution. Um, So I know we have the sort of the formal and um, traditional Mm -hmm. definition, but I think the application of it really has has shown up in my life as when I am strong enough mm-hmm. is when I can show up as being more vulnerable yes. or when I am mature enough, the level of vulnerability I share in my relationships with friends that I have mature relationships with or in my marriage, um, you know, how vulnerable I can be is a testament to the maturity of the relationship. Yeah. I may not be as vulnerable with someone where, you know, we we're not on that level, so right. to speak. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. What about you? Um, vulnerability to me I, I think I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what you just talked about along the lines of emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. I think I was brought up um, to be conditioned that vulnerability was a weakness, mm-hmm. right? And that you don't want to let people see you in a state where they may be able to take advantage or, you know, yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take advantage. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. Harm and you. Harm you, right. et cetera. And so... I do think that what I'm learning even right now is that vulnerability is a a sign of strength, like you said, but Mm -hmm. it's also, it's, it's, it's what's needed Mm -hmm. to even have like a good, healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot be closed off and be in a good relationship, whether that's with your friends, yourself, your, you know, a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, it's just like letting down the walls that I've either created for myself or that have been created from experiences that I've gone through. And um, flexible. Flexible boundaries. Boundaries. Those walls can come up and down as needed, but the automatic default should not be up. Yeah. So guarded. Right. Yeah, I agree. And I found freedom in vulnerability. Yeah. It's like sometimes you're carrying around stuff that you really don't have to shoulder by yourself. Mm -hmm. And the minute you put it out into the atmosphere, um, sharing it with another person or even if you're not ready for that step, just speaking things out loud privately or journaling those things it just kind of takes the load off yeah so I think that there does need to be some level of vulnerability and susceptibility to really experience freedom which is why the the sixth little value that I listed there was peace like I have really found peace in vulnerability like wow I don't have to carry around this burden anymore even if I'm living in this season I have I can just say it say it yeah and, and not and, be and, afraid. And I'm okay. And not that. be afraid. And not be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I was, um, I really loved about the passage that you wrote is, you know, vulnerability fights fear and builds confidence. Mm-hmm. And um, just recently for me, I have felt that way. Like I, because I am more willing to be open um, and not so guarded, I have found confidence in that. And mm-hmm. I have started to do things that I may not have done before if when I was so closed off. So I I truly believe that that vulnerability is like a stepping stone or an enhancement to your confidence. Like what? Like what? You're doing things now that you wouldn't have done before because you have the courage to do them. I'm just curious. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my goodness, you guys. <laughs> See, this is the perfect example of what I was just talking about in this love it or leave it because she knows what I'm talking about. I, I promise you as I'm looking at her, she exactly knows I do the, know. the I do know. I do know that I'm talking Never about. Never mind. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> but she did I, that. I for, did I did for the purpose I, of this this podcast. I did but, I did want to know what you were more courageous feeling more courageous around. I didn't yeah. know it was what I do know that it is now exactly. And now I know what it is. No, I'm, it's about, sh- I'm sure. But yeah, yeah okay, you, well, had go some, ahead. you had some inclination because you wouldn't have Moving asked, in the but, direction of. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. one of the things that I shared with I, Maddie. I, I thought you were going to be talking about openness in general, but you're well, specifically no. talking about this phone number thing. Yes, right? because okay. that was, to me, that was like a tangible a, a step. It was. Like, Let's share step. it. I think that was good, yeah, actually. Yeah, so it was a tangible step. Okay. So you all know that I have and continue to be on this dating journey and mm-hmm. I am not the type of person who will initiate um, interaction, mm-hmm. mainly because I have a fear of rejection, mm-hmm. right? And so I am close to that, and I wait for people to approach me so that I don't. I know for a fact that you're already interested, and there's no like you know mm-hmm. potential letdown. Mm-hmm. Well, recently. I was uh, on a trip and I met someone and we had very good conversation and I wasn't sure whether he was going to ask me for my number or not. So I said, you know what? What the hell? Shoot your shot. Shoot my shot. Yeah. You can't. I mean, I don't have anything to lose. So I wrote my number down on a piece of paper. We get to baggage claim and I just hand him the piece of paper. And and, and let me tell y'all why it was a piece of paper, why I didn't say it, because we had had it, it goes along with the conversation mm-hmm, we had. So mm-hmm. I told him I was going to give him instructions on how to do a certain thing. So I was like, oh, I wrote the instructions on this piece of paper and mm-hmm. There was not one instruction except for oh, I thought it really was. I never wrote the instruction, but that was my you way can't to like call get me him. to get the instruction. That, that was on the paper. Like <laughs> call me to get the instruction. That was good. Well played. <laughs> no problem. So <clears throat> I did that and it was just a big step for me because it's not something that I would normally do. And I just felt like I was taking a step. And that was me being vulnerable because I'm, I I was good. opening myself up to potential rejection. Yeah. And so by the time I had a chance or potential to, opportunity or potential opportunity, exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's spin it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So by the time I had a chance to tell Maddie about the story, which was only a couple of days ago, the guy had not reached out mm-hmm. and I was told Maddie, I was completely fine with that. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was a good growth step in my like journey. Do y'all know, no less than 24 hours later, I had a text from the man <laughs> talking about this is such and such. I met you at such and such, love such it. and such. When is a good time to talk? And it. I'm like, look at that. Look at that. Because contrary to popular belief, <laughs> men don't want to be rejected either. This is fact. They're not going to be just keep giving a number out and taking people out for coffee and appetizers and all this <laughs> stuff. Wasting their time and their money. <laughs> the whole time. Right. You're whole just time. there for the snacks. I'm just there for the snacks. <laughs> nah, but that, so I, I felt like that was a, a good positive step. And it helped to build confidence because I was able to be vulnerable in that moment. So. I love that. I, I actually was trying to just guide you to just say that in general, you yeah, were stepping but out. I think, but I love I think the specific people need story. No, this was great. It helps give, yeah, I love examples. It. Okay. All right. So question number two, what role has vulnerability played in your journey to healing? Is there a personal lesson or story that you can share as it relates to practicing vulnerability? I'm not going to answer that question because I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I probably I probably will have some little add-ons, but 
What about you? Yeah, I've said this like lots of times, but just in my sharing my story, I have found a community of other people who right. have a similar story. And it has helped to reduce the burden of solitude, mm. isolation, yeah. loneliness, not just for me, but for other women who have a similar story. Yeah. Um, by me sharing my story, even with people who don't have a similar story, mm-hmm. When they meet someone who does, Mm -hmm. they're able to kind of point them to me or point me to them. Um, And I've just connected with so many wonderful people in this way. And I don't know if there's another language for it other than, you know, we talk about trauma bonds and bonding over these traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. But also there's a lot of just like joy and healing and camaraderie and mutual support Mm -hmm. um, when you it's the same reason we have support groups for different types of issues when you meet people who have walked a similar course Mm -hmm. um, as you Mm -hmm. so it's been really healing to me because I have found my people through being vulnerable and you know people have found me yeah and I think one of the benefits let me go back up to the uh passage it Mm -hmm. was it was it wasn't in here directly but I think it's implied Mm -hmm. is like vulnerability allows you to be supported Mm -hmm. in the way that you need to be supported to actually complete or you know further your healing so yeah you know for me there are times when I'm sharing things with people that I already have good relationships with but Mm -hmm. I'm like further um, sharing like a, a another layer of what it is that I'm going through. And I think that allows people to show up for me yeah. in a very different way than they were before. So um, I think vulnerability also breeds and, and kind of like deepens closeness, closeness and, and support. And even, you know, yeah, so I'll leave it there. Yeah. In the post, we say connection, right? Understanding and sharing our own feelings breaks down oh, our defenses yes. and encourages go. others to do the same. But beyond connection, it brings closeness. It brings yeah. intimacy. Yeah. I think when you think about a relationship, even a romantic relationship, there is sort of like levels yeah and I think when you get to that true vulnerability is where you find intimacy and sometimes people jump into physical intimacy without first being vulnerable and Mm. that's when you get all messed up in the head I think it's important to build vulnerability openness authenticity and I think it's just a there's there are different types of intimacy right like emotional intimacy and physical intimacy and I think when you're on the same level with all of those things um, it's a really healthy space to be in. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who struggles with vulnerability as a perceived weakness or even struggles with taking risks? Yeah, I would um, refer you back to the first word in the series, which is acceptance. I think it's important for us to ex- admit to ourselves first, acknowledge, and then accept those A's that we talked about in the very first post. What we're experiencing, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's very challenging for us to be vulnerable or for us to be perceived as weak yeah. because we use denial as a self-defense mm-hmm. mechanism. Yeah. So if I don't believe this thing about myself or if I don't accept what I'm going through, right. then it can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't accept it, then I can't be vulnerable. If I can't do it with myself, I certainly can't be vulnerable with, with others. others. Right. Yeah. So acceptance, you know, acknowledging, um, admitting and processing yeah. with yourself first. I don't think we need to rush into being vulnerable with others. I think it's important that we, take the time to process with ourselves. And this is where I think 
um, the guidance of a professional is so helpful because sometimes we're so deep in our own stories and narratives or where our masks are on so Mm -hmm. tight that we can't even see ourselves. And I think having someone there to help us to navigate and untangle allows us to make those connections and get those aha moments where it's like, dang, I do do that. You know, or that is a part of who I am. Yeah. And sometimes those things are hard to accept. But I think doing that work first mm-hmm. helps set the foundation for being more vulnerable and authentic in general. Yeah, and I would agree with that. And I, I think my advice would be just take the first step. Mm-hmm. Like me getting to that place the other day where I gave that gentleman my phone number mm-hmm. was probably step three, right? Mm-hmm. But I had done some things before that intentionally and something's probably not intentionally or let me not say not intentionally but not like consciously Mm -hmm. to get me to a point where I felt like it was time for me to take that next step right so and you can't get to step three unless you go through step one and step two Mm -hmm. um so just start Mm -hmm. and go slow and be gentle with yourself Mm -hmm. because I, I also think that vulnerability is a journey with its own ebbs and flows. Like there are going to be times in your life where you feel like open and free and I have, can let these walls down and all these things. And then something happens and the walls go back up. Right. And so be gentle with yourself, but don't stay in a place where you constantly have the walls up um, because that creates stagnation from an mm. emotional standpoint. Mm. And, you know, as I stuck. get clear or more clear on what it is that I'm looking for in a relationship, emotional maturity is definitely one of those things. And it's hard for women, I'm going to admit, but mm-hmm. it's also very hard for men mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm. it's like, do you want to be with someone who doesn't have the um, the, the the desire or the tools, right, mm-hmm. to 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 live in and operate out of a vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Somebody who's going to show up as their authentic self. Yeah. yeah. And they can't honestly, I, I'm starting to realize they can't love and support you the way that you may need. If they can't even acknowledge their own things and, you know, um, and be open and vulnerable with themselves. Yeah. So. And you talk about in the process being gentle with yourself. I also think it's important to be gentle with others. Yes. Um, I think just even like you said with me, like there are times where I want to urge you in the direction mm-hmm. of vulnerability or, mm-hmm. you know, p- urge a friend or mm-hmm. your mom or yeah. your whoever, your sister. Right. Um, but there has to be a level of sensitivity and gentleness and mm-hmm. grace Um, understanding that people do things in their own time and at their own pace. And we can see things for others that they might still be getting clarity around for themselves. themselves, And people can see things for us that we can't necessarily see See. with clarity for Mm -hmm. ourselves as well. So I think gentleness in our approach, whether it's to ourselves or to others, and then also just grace in the reception of that. Like if you have someone, you know, kind of, you can tell when somebody's trying to pry, but if mm-hmm. you have someone who is creating a safe space for you, mm-hmm. even if you might not be ready, I think just knowing that they have the intent of being gracious and being a supportive right. friend makes all the difference. Yeah. And I would say it's important to know the person, right? So, you know, as we were talking about earlier, as Maddie was digging into me the other day, <laughs> like she, she knows like <laughs> the limit. 
<laughs> she might tiptoe over the limit, but then she's going to hit me with the, the pat on the back. The pat on the back to... says, hey, friend. <laughs> I, may I might be right on the line here. The eyes are getting watery. Uh, right. So um, so it, it's important to know what the person that you are interacting with, like what is an appropriate level of um, – sharing and mm-hmm. and whatever you're ha- you know whatever di- dialogue you're having with them what is that appropriate like okay stopping point mm-hmm. before you get to a point where that person is going to start to shut down because now it was just like that's it way too much that's it and I think there's a difference between creating the space to say hey here's an open invitation mm-hmm. versus here's a direction yeah. you need to blah 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 because yeah. that's gonna shut me down quick I don't that's need anybody true. telling me what to do but if someone says hey this is what I think and if you need a space for whatever you know I'm here right you know this is what I feel or this is what I think speaking in I statements and then providing a space for the other person to say what they want to say right if they want to say it yeah or not in 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 our own time yeah yeah all right Next question. Mm-hmm. Is there one way that you can apply vulnerability or sorry, mm-hmm. if there is one way you can apply vulnerability in the very near future in your own life, how would that be? Hmm. I think I could probably exercise more vulnerability in my family life. Mm. Um. I think sometimes as the wife and the mom and the da-da-da-da-da, you feel like you have to have it all together. Mm -hmm. And even though those are the people that you're closest to, Mm -hmm. I think you still feel the need to to feel like you have it all together for yourself and for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And not even just the people in your household, but just your parents, your whoever. Like You just want to seem like you have it all together. And I think that I could probably practice more vulnerability around just saying, when I need breaks, when I need rest, I don't have the answers. I don't know what to tell Mm y'all, you know, instead of me always trying to find the solution and be a fixer. So I think just vulnerability and honesty around my humanness and not, you know, I, I try not to be super mom or wear a cape. Like I even, I don't even like those concepts, but I still find myself doing it. So just reminding myself, like, you don't have to do that. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to let some balls drop. It's mm-hmm. fine. It is totally fine. It's okay. They'll be all right. Yeah. So that's mine. Yeah. Um, Mine. So I think for me, what I'm going to say is that I'm just going to continue to move in the direction of not being afraid to relinquish control. Um, mm. as it relates to like being open with others, mm-hmm. whether there's someone new that I'm, you know, interacting with or someone that I've interacted with for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I kind of feel like, you know, you can take some steps and then you can feel like, oh, I've done this. And then you can, you know, not carry that momentum. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to do that, uh, so that this becomes more of a life practice for me and not something that, you know, it's just the way that I, I operate more so than not. And that's the, the space that I want to get to. Um, I had something else that I wanted to say in my old mind. <laughs> Lost it. 
lost it and it was good too but i i have something maybe it'll come as i'm talking i also want to be more open mm-hmm. to not this is part of the same thing but an extension of what i was saying to not always having the answers. Oh, like that I want to be. Me. Thank you. Good. Keep going. I felt like you might be on the same wavelength. Like I want to be okay with not knowing, or not, yeah, having to know everything or having to decide everything. Like I, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I want to be able to be like a passenger. Like I want to, you know, like I, I don't want to <laughs> always be. When you talked about control, it made me think of this. Like I don't always want to be driving. And that's it. So, okay, as both of you, uh, well, not, I mean, as all of you know, both Maddie and I are Aries. And I think, I don't, I'm not going to overgeneralize Aries because mm-hmm. I that would just be bad. But I think it's innate in our, like, DNA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just if you believe in the Zodiac sign, people will be like, I don't believe in the Zodiac sign. I don't know if I believe in it either. However. But whatever. It's something about it. It's something about it. <laughs> something and it, about something these that like, makes us bossy. Right, these natural like leadership qualities. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say natural leadership qualities. That's I mean, nice. it is bossy, whatever. Bossy, a little controlling, Con- even, and that's it. So it's like, I have a problem not driving the mm-hmm. bus either, mm-hmm. but it's okay for to just be a passenger. And I think we've been conditioned just because we show up as leaders a lot that that always has to be our story. And that doesn't have to be. And that's a fear-based And it's response. exhausting to always be the driver, low-key. That wanting to always control keeps anxiety at bay. Yeah. Right? Because if I know what's going on, I can better manage it. Mm. I can I can have a better idea of what's coming around the next corner. I can better handle things. And so vulnerability is literally keeping ourselves open. Yes. And keeping ourselves open means we could be open to rejection. We could be open to harm. We can be open to whatever fear coming true. It's basically relinquishing control. Relinquishing control. Which I don't do right. often. I, yeah. So. I don't know. It's like, not only am I the driver, but I'm a defensive driver. Like, mm. I feel like I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just like ready. Yeah. For what? On the defense. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, no, that's good. That's how my dad taught me to drive. You always got to look. You can't look right ahead of you. I'm like, I was like 14. Dad, dad, what am I supposed dad. to be looking at, daddy? The look just around it. Keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> like, our dads grew up in a time. That is very true. Young, my dad's like, you can't just be walking out the stores all lottie dotty. Yeah, you got to look <laughs> you around. You got to be looking around. Yeah. Keep your head up. Yeah. So, like, literally, yeah. his voice is ingrained in me yeah. at all times. I'm always looking for, I don't know what. On the defense, just Period. ready in case something happens. Yeah. You got to outsmart them. Read between the lines. Like, <laughs> they got all the advice. And that's from like, I don't a, know what they was doing in the 70s. That's from like a physical sense, but it also has matriculated into our emotional Everything. defenses as well. Yeah. That, that work twice as hard and get up early in the morning and, and the man mm. is out to get you. And maybe the man was out to get them in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's ingrained no it is i feel like everybody's always can't trust nobody and it's just not a safe it's not it's a not healthy, a, it's, it's not, not a, a good place, place to be in yeah so what i was gonna say is um as we continue to think about these uh that subscription mm-hmm. um strategy you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. i think if we do like some additional episodes i want to do one on like being the fixer or mm-hmm. like something around that whole construct oh we're moving to subscription okay 
Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I thought about it just today. <laughs> Actually, you just confirmed it for me. I was like, yeah. a couple more episodes, and we're and we're making the because lead. we do have like some things that we touch on during the episodes that mm-hmm. I think could be a, a more deep, a deeper, deeper dive. dive, right? And maybe if you pay me two ninety, <laughs> well, pay Maddie, I probably gonna get Maddie going fifty give cent you. a cut, <laughs> going ten ninety nine. But like. I mean, we already going to be on here telling our business, but I don't know. Like, maybe we go just a little bit step deeper because mm-hmm. basically, and I'll just put this out there. That was one of the things that Maddie talked to me about yesterday mm. was about always having to, like, feel like I need to be the fixer or to mm-hmm. fix someone. And then it's like, okay, well, what does that say about me? Mm. There is some part of, like, validation. Like, I want people to feel like... I'm adding some type of value to their life mm-hmm. so that they are like, oh, I need, you know, Tanil because she just adds all this value. In the professional setting, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. In the personal setting, mm-hmm. not so much. So mm-hmm. I definitely think we have some good things that we could work through together. Well, yeah, I'm we working do. through it. Oh, no, me too. Honey. Yeah. We got some. We got this some. Yeah. It's some things I think we could definitely yeah. unpack unpack that's the word so get ready all right you all have right. anything else as it relates to vulnerability no i i'm if deacon marcus is ready to take us to church <laughs> deacon now now marcus is a deacon he was brother he was marcus a, brother marcus on the orchid on the on organ <laughs> now and he's now. done his ministers in training <laughs> <laughs> all right he's moving up the church ranks all right deke <laughs> all right Praise the Lord, saints. Our passage for today comes out of 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. It says this, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Our prayer is this, God, thank you for vulnerability. Thank you for those things that I perceive as weaknesses. Thank you, Lord, that your power is made perfect in our weakness. Help me to recognize the strength in my vulnerability. Help me to understand how you are glorified through my vulnerability. Help me to boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses and allow your perfect power to rest on me as a result. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. This week, folks, say it with me. We will acknowledge an area of our lives where we consider ourselves to be weak or vulnerable. Just acknowledge. And then I will commit to admitting my need for God's power to get me through it. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Madden Chate Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe, then leave a five star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L O V E M A A D E N.